0: the wire podcast hello 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 and welcome to another episode of the wire podcast this is sheree sap christina peoples
1: tika renox and welcome back guys this is what our second or third episode in quarantine great to be back here today we have two wonderful guests we want to talk about real estate now we have Marsha the uh mortgage queen and we have crystal young one of my f- my favorite real estate attorney welcome ladies yes. welcome
0: welcome
2: ladies.
3: hi thank you for having us so tell us a little bit about yourself crystal okay yeah so my name is crystal young I'm a real estate attorney um I've been in the business for about 18 years now um my I started as a paralegal um i Went to law school, and now I'm a real estate attorney. My office is on Long Island. However, I represent buyers, sellers all over the state of New York. So thank you.
0: And don't worry. How about you, Marsha? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Hey, guys. It's Marsha Morenci, NMLS number 418894. I'm a senior loan advisor. I've been doing this for the past 17 years, and I'm working at United Northern Mortgage Bankers Limited.
1: Fantastic. All right, Cherise, So I know you have a whole bunch, host of questions and stuff oh, that you we know
2: want I to. Did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, so let's dive into it. We don't have a lot of time. We want to get yes. all the nuggets. So we want to dive
0: in. So you know what? We're just going to jump right in. And I guess my first question—it could be for both of you—we just want to know, uh, Crystal. You could take it on first. Like, what are some of the changes you've had to make to the way you've done business since the shutdown?
3: Okay, so so since the shutdown, of course, there's these stay-at-home orders in place. So we had to ensure before they were even put in place And of watching how, you know, it from one country to now, you know, coming into the United States. We noticed that there was a shutdown. A shutdown. Are you hearing feedback?
0: Yeah. Guys, just mute yeah. your mic real quick while she's talking and then
3: we'll take it off once it's your turn. Okay. Okay. So, so we watched the shutdown in other countries before, you know, the United States even caught on to, okay, we need to shut everything down. So what we had to do in my office is kind of make sure everyone, you know, had a laptop, had a phone at home, had a printer, you know, and everything was in place so you can work from home. Um, once that was all in place, we then started to call our clients just to let our clients know like hey we're still up and running we're still like if you're in contract and you have a clearance to close as long as the banks ready to go the seller's ready to go like we're still going to close so that was like very important during this process is making sure our clients just knew what was going on making sure our clients just knew that we weren't like shutting down, you know. Like we were still moving forward, and forward List. and was yep. Everyone, everyone, you know, you know, I'm, I'm again here for something. Are you guys hearing the feedback? Yeah,
0: we're you- yeah, we, we hearing the feedback. Um, so I guess that's the same question for Marsha as well. Um, Tika, just mute your mic real quick so we don't get a feedback.
2: So as for me, it's it's business as usual. Um, as a loan officer, we're already equipped with um, our laptops, and majority of us work from home anywhere, anyway, or even going to clients' houses and meeting up with them. So it's just a matter of making calls. With the interest rates going down at the same time, we're really busy with the refinance that's going on.
0: Okay, um, Tika, do you have any questions before we move on to the next set?
1: I had a question for Marsha. I know you're busy with refinancing. You mentioned something about interest rate, because a client of mine literally just reached out to me was asking if it was a good time to steal refi. I know rates change every day, but what is it looking like really quickly right now, Marsha?
2: Um, two days ago, I locked in a client at 2.75. Um, so the rates are are still low. Pretty
0: low. Fantastic. OK. Yes. Real nice. Um, Yes. And, you know, um, also, Marsha, I wanted to ask you, because a lot of people right now um, are questioning us, especially as realtors, is this, is it still a good time to buy? Um, You know, are people out there still buying? And obviously, um, once... We find people and we find them a house and we lock them into a contract, everything is handed over to you so you would have more accurate numbers, you know, on your desk about how do you feel like that's fluctuated since this pandemic has started.
2: Um, absolutely. Everything everything is still moving forward. Nothing has changed. I I, I hear echo I hear echo again. Um nothing has changed.
0: I'm just asking everyone to
2: mute their mics. Nothing has changed. It's just a matter of um, if the person is being furloughed. That's where the, you know, we will probe the client. If anyone, if you guys have anybody that's um, pre-qualified in the past, I would definitely have them talk to their loan officer again, just to make sure that they are still qualified. Um, A lot of guidelines has changed. So they just wanna touch up on like credit score and the debt to income ratio, things like that, just to make sure that they qualify.
1: So Marsha, would you say there's been a decline in mortgage application or an increase? How, what what is it? How's it looking?
2: Um, The same, the same. It has not declined, just the same, yeah. The same.
1: That's good news because there's misinformation out here. People think there's actually nothing going on, nothing moving. And I'm like, people are closing loans every day. So really quickly, yes. Crystal, right? I want to yes. talk a little bit about the yes. closing process because I know, I, well, personally, I have clients that are worried, like, how is that going? How is it going inside a closing now? What has changed in terms of the closing process?
3: Yeah, so the closing process has changed significantly in the sense that we've done Zoom closings where everyone gets on a video, just like we're on now, and um, and you know the the mortgage is held up to the buyer and the buyer, you know, we, the attorney explains you know what the mortgage is, what the note is, and then there's a virtual notary that then signs. We've also have most times the buyer um, has to attend the closing actually, but of course with the face mask and gloves and there's, you know, sanitizer and the bank attorneys are really making sure that there's, you know, a, you know, a slew of, you know, mask and, and, and gloves and sanitizer so that, you know, everyone's safe but some of the buyers still have to attend a closing in the bank attorney's office. The sellers are off the hook. The sellers, um, what we've been doing is preparing deeds, transfer documents, powers of attorney, overnight everything to the seller with overnights to be returned back to us. And all they have to do is sign, um, get it notarized, either by way of a virtual notary or, you know, if if they go to like the UPS store they have notaries there and then return the documents back to us the money is being wired directly to their account or you know certified checks where I can personally go and deposit it at their bank so there's different ways that we are closing where all parties are no longer gathering in the same room. Again, Zoom closings, closings where the seller is signing in advance, closing, Um, and that's how we're functioning. We are closing just as consistently as we've closed prior to the pandemic. So um, I know you asked Marsha, you know, about the applications that are coming in and different things. I mean, we have yet to have one file that was in contract that has not closed. We've had some that are kind of like on hold because maybe someone was furloughed. So uh, I understand, and Marsha can probably confirm this, on the day of closing, you do a verification of employment. So that's now that verification their furlough, that's an issue. So we've had a couple of deals like that, but we haven't had any deals where the lender said, you know, we absolutely can't close because of, you know, we're not funding loans or anything like that. I hear that's happening, of course, on commercial loans, but not necessarily on residential loans. And Marcia, maybe you can kind of jump in on that one. Yeah, Marsha.
2: Sorry about that. Yeah, I'll turn to um, unmute myself. Um, I had a clear to close last week, Monday. And they told me that they knew yeah. that the borrower is going to get paid on Wednesday. So I couldn't schedule a closing until we got that Wednesday pay stub.
0: Wow.
1: So they
2: are doing last minute um, checks
1: they're making sure that the borrowers, which is good. They're making sure the borrowers are still qualified, can still actually afford that mortgage. Okay. So, Marsha, let me ask you, because there's a lot of concerned people out there. It's not just people that are already in contract or shopping. What about people that um bought a house already? And do, can you shed any light on, let's say, deferment or forbearance? Because I know that's a concern
2: for a lot of homeowners. Mm-hmm. Um. I would definitely stress that everyone read, you know, read the fine friends so or what have you. They are asking for the deferment. You put it to the back of the the end of the loan, but the forbearance is temporarily for for the for now. I think until July, but July they want you to pay all four payments all up front. So if you weren't able to pay it month to month, it's kind of almost impossible to pay it at that point. So now I have borrowers that want to refinance and want to take advantage of the situation as well. What happens is um, they're not marking you late, but forbearance will be noted noted on your credit report.
1: Your refi and stuff like that. So that's where it becomes a process where it
2: becomes Gotcha.
1: That is very important because there's a lot of misinformation out there regarding the forbearance and um, defer, deferment because people are thinking it's like, you know, I get out of jail free card, not understanding exactly what yeah. they are doing. Because I tell people, my clients that call me up about it, I say, listen, I know it's tough, but if you can pay your mortgage, I think it's it's an idea to actually pay your mortgage as opposed to, Absolutely. you know, trying to put it off because if you don't have it now, where are you gonna get it from in four months? Unless, like you said, if they're putting it on the back end of the loan.
2: Yeah, okay. I agree. Yeah, and things are constantly changing, so they really, really be in constant communication with their lender.
0: Great. Okay. Okay. And Marcia, I have another question for you. Um, how has some of the um sorry, how has some of the um FHA regulations changed um now that you know, this has happened with, um, I know that credit score requirements have obviously went up. Um, can you share with us a couple yes. of different things that you've encountered since?
2: Right now, the main thing is the credit score because everybody, you know, really loved the 580 um, credit score requirement. But yeah. now some banks are doing 660, 640, and the debt income ratio. also. We used to go as high as 57. Now they're uh, reducing wow. it to 55 with um, okay. compensating factors. Okay. So they're reducing the okay. risk of high-risk
1: buyers, the numbers. Like, I get it. I, I get what the banks are doing 100%. They're tightening. Like Even banks like Chase now, they're not doing certain programs. Do you know anything about that, Marsha?
2: Yes, I believe Chase now has raised to 720 with their credit scores and want all their loans to have 20% down. So wow. it's it's getting yeah. pretty tight. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's very, very now a particular set of buyers, because you know you mm-hmm. do have those 5 percent now, but then there's banks like yours and other direct lenders that they smaller banks that they can go to and get right. mortgages. Yes. Right, yeah, I really, and so, really yeah, express. things are still moving and shaking. It's just that we have to guide people in the right direction and to the right people, to the right bankers, to the right attorneys. Yeah. And that's why
0: we have you lovely ladies on today. Yeah, so I do have yeah. You. Yeah. Thank you. I want to switch gears a little bit just because, um, you know, our time will be running out soon. I guess my question is for Crystal. I want to know, please tell the people what provisions have been made uh, to protect the buyers and sellers during this time, so because a lot of people are scared, they're like, "Why should we go? What if something happens during this whole process?"
3: Right. Yeah, there's definitely provisions in place uh, across the board. Um, attorneys are uh, ensuring that there is a provision that says, "Listen, if due to the the p- pandemic, due to COVID nineteen, if." the client has now lost the job. If something has occurred that prevents them from getting the loan, then there is an out in the contract. And that's like very important to be included in every contract because of obviously what's going on. Um, there's always been a contract, Provision that's like it's so it's called almost like we learn in law school an act of God. And that's almost like what the pandemic is. It came out of nowhere. It's like an act of God. Like there's we have no control over it. So when there's something like that that happens in any contract, then that's kind of like an automatic out of the contract. Now there's clients that want to use the fact that there's a pandemic to just get out of a contract because they're nervous. That's a different story. That's a big story. yeah, they can prove that the reason why they were denied a loan, because of something that happened, the pandemic, because they lost their job, because they were furloughed, then that's an out in the contract. But outside of that, you know, if you're in contract and everything's running smooth, You know, you still have your job, you know, the seller's still ready to go all the attorneys. Everyone's on the same page Then you still should move forward with closing on the loan We don't have an out just because there's a pandemic But again, if there's something that happens resulting from the pandemic, you can definitely um, seek a cancellation of the contract and a return of your down payment. There's the New York uh, State Association of Realtors actually prepared a rider, a COVID 19 addendum to the mm-hmm. contract. Yeah. Most attorneys we're attaching to our contract and our riders that say, you know, listen, if something occurs, then you there's either an extension of the contract date, or there is an out in the contract. If that, say, additional 30 days comes and goes and the, the, the circumstance is still in place, then either the seller or the buyer can then be relieved of their obligations under the contract. So there definitely are provisions in place um, now that we're going through this unknown time um, to, uh, to get out of a contract if necessary. Or to move forward with the contract if necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Okay,
1: someone say to you, right, Crystal? Like you know, from a legal standpoint, hey, listen, Crystal, I want to purchase a house, but I don't feel safe because of what's going on. So, in other words, you're saying you are perfectly protected.
3: Proceed, right, Crystal? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's that's the concern of the majority of our clients. They want to know, you know, okay, so now we're in this contract. What happens if, you know, I'm furloughed or what happens? You know, I have a client now that she's in the the wedding business. And Mm -hmm. so she's like, well, pretty much all the weddings were canceled for the rest of the year. You know, and so, but then on the other end, her seller is in contract to purchase a home, and that seller is in contract to purchase a home. Already commitment. So it's like a whole. You know, if 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 she gets out of the contract, effects. It's you know a snowball effect. Mm -hmm. So everyone on the same page. However, that listen, we're, we're going to have to wait, you know, that's what's important is like being transparent. The moment she was furloughed, she let me know, she let the agent know, she let the mortgage lender know. So we all got like on a conference call and then I called the seller's attorney and I'm like, listen, this is the situation because I don't want anyone caught off guard at any point so i called the sales attorney right away she says interesting enough Thank same thing have, happened, same happened with my client his contract anyway so the you know kind of like the blessing i guess in all of this is that this is happening to all of us so it's not yeah. just right. one right that you it's like yeah. you know so if you say oh my client got furloughed okay my their client probably got furloughed also, or you know if someone's experiencing like you know where something with the mortgage, it's like it's at this point it's not unheard of because everyone's going through the same thing right now, so mm-hmm. um and you know, and I think the mortgage title companies everyone's being or trying to be very compassionate right. about the situation. And, you know, and they're giving kind of courtesies and concessions, things that they didn't do maybe in the past or maybe in the past, they give you like a little pushback. If you need to, you know, cancel a contract or get your down payment back, maybe they say push back and, and fight. And now it's like, all right, I understand, you know. So, of course, you have to comply with the terms of the contract. So, if you sign a contract, you want to move forward mm-hmm. with that contract if you can but if you can't, again there are provisions in place. There's that COVID addendum, and again, just being very transparent with everyone and let letting everyone know what's going on on a daily basis because things change every single day. So yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah. I do have one more question for you guys. <clears throat> How do you think this COVID nineteen has changed the face, the way we are going to be doing real estate moving forward?
3: I can yeah, I'll start. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for the attorneys, the the interesting thing and kind of like the the cool thing for me, I've always wanted to do like docusign contracts just because, you know, you guys know my office is on Long Island and I have a big clientele in like Brooklyn and Queens and you know, and I just feel like you know, our clients they work hard. Our clients have two jobs, three jobs, you know, and to come in to whether my office was next door to the, where they live or, you know, on Long Island, they don't want to go into an office and they've never wanted to go into an office just because they don't have time, mm-hmm. you know? And so we're all so, we're all so busy. I mean, now with the pandemic, we've slowed down, but people are very busy. So now I think one way it's changed is that attorneys are, are being more lenient in that if we're like, okay, one copy of the contract by way of email only, and it will be signed. They're like, yeah, 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 that's a good idea. Whereas in the past, they're like, we don't do DocuSign. We want wet ink on a contract, things like that. Like, we're just learning ways to be more efficient. We're, we're not yeah. wasting. We're not, you know, we're not running all around. We're learning to kind of take, you know, take things and make them simpler. And, yeah. you know. Again, and also, um, I think the compassion part of it too. Like, I think um, everyone's learning that, like, listen, we've all kind of got through this, you know, together. And you know, we we now you know, like if if I call and I say my client's going, I'm like now and it's like compassionate because we've all gone through this, you know. Whereas before, it's like, well, that's your client's problem. No, no, no. You your client. You probably have a client that's going through the very same thing. so so that's how I feel like it's changed um, in terms of like the contracts and getting them signed and dealing with. You know the the attorneys and and everything, and also the title companies, just streamlining the process. So that's how things are on the legal end. Um,
2: I think it's it's going to go more more to digital. Everything is going to go to digital. Digital now I'm um, taking applications, and a lot of clients feel comfortable in doing the Zoom um, meetings, and when they go out to viewings with the real estate agent they are asking that we go with them especially the houses that need repair and there's no um tenants inside they like us to be there and see how much work is needed and and have a conversation on whether or not they would qualify so a lot of digital is happening this is kind of be the new normal
0: absolutely the ladies and i we our episode previously were saying that um you know because of all the changes that's going on I really don't see us going back to the way it was, especially with virtual showings now. I think Christina mentioned that she showed a couple properties, and she just <laughs> forward all the videos and everything, and that process of elimination is elimination is a lot faster. after wasting time and gas, we you know we're going to be saving our gas now, um, and, and you know the attorneys, like you said, the attorneys, everything is digital, so we do virtual signing, virtual showings virtual closing everything the only thing that's going to be needed is for them to actually see the homes in person um i guess this is my last question for for crystal and then the ladies will ask their last questions as well um my question is how do you think this whole digit sign thing will impact do you think we're gonna have pushback or do you think they're just gonna make it permanent
3: I'm I'm not sure you know New York when it comes to like changing laws on things is usually like the last state to kind of implement you know different changes in laws and so there's always been where in contracts they have to you know be have a signature and that signature really needs to be a wet ink signature um and that's in real estate um, contract you know but which is interesting because you think about when you, you know, purchase a cell phone, you're doing a pretty much a DocuSign signature, you know, no, you don't hire an attorney to review your cell phone contract or any of those contracts that we sign on a daily basis, like those service contracts. So um, why not? Why not move to DocuSign and, and, and different virtual, you know, signing mechanisms? Um, so possibly, I hope so, because it will make it so much easier. I think even having the added kind of protection of having the client perhaps sign something or even shoot a quick email over that says, listen, you know, though I've, you know, virtually signed the contract, I have, you know, discussed the terms of the contract with my attorney, and you know I fully and completely un- understand you know what um, the terms and conditions are under this contract. Even if it's just like a simple email, maybe that will be something that you know in the future will help move this towards you know a permanent kind of mechanism of signing contracts. I I I'm very that. hopeful. I'm sorry. I hope so. You hope so, right? And so because it does not. I, I
1: oh, think it, it should not? be on a need to basis because mm-hmm. it's just gonna be a lot of fraud and stuff like that. Oh, you don't want that. I and that's it, why I think it's the biggest problem right now that people are having with you know that's what they're worried about but thank God for digital because it's making our business move but in terms of going permanently digital yeah I'm just gonna foresee a lot of issues. And like you said in terms of New York, because you know how to New York is an attorney state already. I really don't I wouldn't see that happening here. Maybe right. some other state, but right. not here.
3: I understand. Uh, and, uh, and I agree. I agree um there would be there could be a lot of fraud um, but there's also fraud and like deeds, you know, people are preparing deeds online and signing them and just recording them with the county clerk's office with, you know, okay. and and that in itself is fraud. And there's kind of no way around that. Um, so... I think I think yeah. I think that we may see still um
0: about the same amount you know digital and still traditional the way we've been doing things. I just think more people will be open to doing more digital and virtual, especially people who you know are still going to be uneasy. People don't understand that we're not going to have like go back to normal tomorrow. We may not even be back to normal by the end of the year. But you know, just for people to have those options, especially for us, that business yeah. can still. Forward, You know, and it's not something that, you know, we have to do it the traditional way. And that's the only way we've started to, like Crystal said, have more options available for people who don't have those, um, you know, that time to come into the office or, you know, we can't, they, just, they don't feel comfortable doing it. You have options and they can sign something saying, hey, this is the way. I would like to do this and that my attorney went over everything with me. I'm completely, you know, informed of
2: everything going on and
0: we can move forward. So I think that that's definitely gonna be an option that we can explore going forward where it wasn't before.
1: Right. Fantastic, great information, Crystal. Thank you for that. Marsha, I know um, we literally wrapped up with you, but um, I think this is important. For a first-time home buyer, the person that saved up some money and um, good credit, stable job, do you think it's a great time to buy? In yes. your opinion, from first perspective, yes.
2: Why not? Everything is, right. yeah. As I long as the same. property is there, I say right. go for it.
1: Good credit. I think it's a fantastic time to buy because you right now you have the upper hand. You have some negotiating power because you can now say to the seller, which don't get it wrong for people that's going to be watching this nobody's discounting their property a hundred thousand dollars however you're able to negotiate a little bit better right now during this time so if you have great credit stable job i think as
0: Marsha co-signed it is a fantastic time so here's the final uh quote uh ladies because i had someone i had someone just text me i actually had several people text me to ask me are we still showing? You guys are all here recording now. What do you say to people who are asking, are we still showing, buying, and selling? What do you say to them?
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: Definitely yeah. so differently, and we have to stay within the laws. As for us yeah. realtors, we can't just get up and say, okay, we're showing. Exactly. We have to stay within the laws to keep ourselves safe and our customers and clients safe so that's what I would say to them I say if you're ready let's go but we're doing things a little bit differently and we are approaching everything safely
0: Yeah. Yeah. and you know for and like I told you guys the last thing for us we've tried to do as much videos and take as many pictures as possible so that we can present those to people when they're calling us for stuff so that we're not wasting time running there you know putting ourselves at risk them at risk and we, they can know. Hey, this is it. Get dimensions of rooms. People
2: get dimensions of rooms. Fit right. <laughs> right. or not? Yeah. Definitely get floor, floor plan. Floor plan yeah. is more yeah.
0: important yeah. than ever, right? Now. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I have one yeah. more yeah. question for Crystal and for. Um, For Marsha, what has been some, you know, things that are out of the norm that you've done, you know, since this whole thing, this shutdown has started? Like, I mean, some things that you would never have foreseen us doing today in terms of signing contracts or Marsha with you trying to get deals done.
2: Um, it was recommended, not done, but I had a refinance where the appraisal was scheduled the appraiser Mm -hmm. went to the property and um, the wife was sick. So we had to cancel right in the middle of all this. So when we canceled, um, the wife got better. She, um, they called back to reschedule, but now the appraiser requested another two weeks Mm. to to do the appraisal. So during the two weeks, I came up with an idea uh, probably a few days later and I requested, which was a little, you know, out of the box. What if uh, I, I know them. So it's uh, more or less, so can I go less. and, can or I have go, them or take, have them them. take the picture in the house, in the house. Okay. with their camera in a plastic bag. Let, let the homeowner kind of take the photos. So that was a little, you know, different than usual, but, Wow. Nonetheless, he made it. He he made it possible. He came. He was equipped. He came a little okay. bit earlier than the two weeks, and he was very, you know, compassionate and and understanding. So it, it went well, and everything went through.
3: Crystal, yeah. So so what we've been doing a lot of also is like the car side closings. And so a lot of just like, like I'm getting my workout on running up and down flights of stairs, <laughs> you know, like, um, you know, so so what we do is like, we'll have everyone come maybe to the closing and, you know, every file is different. So it depends on what the bank attorney comfortable with, the title company, buyer's attorney, seller's attorney. But we've had instances where everyone comes to the closing but everyone waits in their car and it's actually kind of like a funny scene because it's like when you talk about social distancing even no one wants to even park next to each other so it's like they're like scattered all over the parking lot and it's like okay who's the seller's attorney it's like you're holding up a sign like who's the seller's attorney you know and then it's like you they're raising their hand like I'm over here and then you run over, okay, well let me get the D the transfer documents. Where's your client? Okay, the client's over there. Where's the title closer? The title closer's over here, so they're notarizing on hoods of cars and things like that. So it's it's kinda what's cool about it is that, you know, everyone's kind of adjusting, you know, and that's what we've seen with, you know, this whole pandemic that 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 we are we learn to adjust, like when things have to get done, like people will adjust. Oh, we have to wait in our car? Okay, we'll go wait in our car and we'll social distance our cars and we'll run around and, and get notarized, notarized, notarized. And, and then we'll have a closing. So, so that's what so you never would think, you know, you see all, all the closings that are being done. It's like everyone's in one room at a big closing table. We have bank attorney here, title closer here, two attorneys, the clients. And I mean, that's like a scene of the past. Now it's more where, you know, was that... I missed that. It's I like, know we missed that. <laughs> the big closing video at the end where we're now, yeah. doing our
0: boomerang. Oh, to improvise. Yeah. I see, so I good.
3: saw yeah. one
0: video. I mean, I saw one picture with an attorney. She had got like a um the plexiglass and wood thing <laughs> posted on the table so that she could like block herself off from
2: everybody. Oh like,
0: my this god! Is so crazy to see yeah. somebody
3: doing it It's so crazy. <laughs>
2: Everything is changing. I
1: saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing business as usual. But as for New York,
0: we're taking yeah. our times Cuomo's not having it. No, we taking our time. Which is good, though. It. It's good. Yeah. He's being super precautious. And I yes. think that that's what we all need, especially being in a city that's super congested. So right. I think that he's taking the proper precautions. And, no. you know, but he's doing see. things the right way to protect all of the citizens here in New York.
3: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, Sharice, yeah,
0: we're going to wrap everything up. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for your time. Such an conversation. conversation. Um, our thank viewers will definitely walk away with some questions answered that they've had. Mm-hmm. Um, Tika and Sharice, you guys have any um, final thoughts? No, no final thoughts for me. What about you, Tika? No, just a huge th- Thank you to these beautiful ladies.
1: Who yes, the uh-huh. yes, thank, oh, you.
3: thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for so having so us. Well, no thank problem.
2: you. I can't, I can't wait.
0: It. For, for oh, drinks. Man, I can't wait. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. we, <gotta> celebrate, <laughs> right? we do. Yes. We have to celebrate our freedom. That's what we yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yes, yes, yes. sure. yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. Safely, safely.
1: Yes. Thank you again. And we will
0: chat soon. All right. Thank Have a great guys. evening, ladies. Thank you.
1: Everybody thank you. Bye. You
0: for tuning in and don't thank forget to you. follow, like, and subscribe. And thank you for tuning in to The Wire. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Wire
2: Podcast.